Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Thursday, September 14th, 2023. Stand up for your country. I will explain and apologize for yesterday's massive computer meltdown that prevented the No Spin News from being delivered to you in a moment. But first, breaking news, Hunter Biden has been indicted by David Weiss, a special counsel. And this is really an unbelievable situation. So let me just run this by you quickly. All right, so um, the Associated Press article about this is gibberish. Um, It doesn't make any sense. They don't know what they're doing. They don't care. But Reuters puts out uh, um, an article that's just unbelievable. So Hunter Biden has been indicted on felony gun charges, okay, today, just before we came on the air. Reuters says this, quote, The younger Biden for years has been the focus of unrelenting attacks by Trump and his Republican allies. This is the article. It's all about Trump, not Hunter Biden. It's so corrupt. These are the wire services that go out to every newspaper. So ABC News on its website had honest coverage. Okay, and I'm going to read you a little bit about that. Um, So it says the lead article in ABC News, President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, has been indicted by special counsel David Weiss on felony gun charges. Okay. That's the lead. And ABC News and bring in Trump doesn't bring in all this other garbage. Okay, so the younger Biden has been charged one count of false statement and purchase of a firearm, one count of false statement related to information acquired to be kept by federal firearms licensed dealers, one count of possession of a firearm by a person who's an unlawful user or addicted to a controlled substance. And that's it. It's felony. Okay, pretty much the same charge that was thrown out by the judge earlier this summer uh, in what was an unbelievable attempt to 
to subvert justice. So Hunter Biden has now got to answer felony gun charges. So what does this mean? It means that the special counsel, David Weiss, who doesn't care about this at all, took him five years to get here. OK, come on. Um, he's veering away from the income tax stuff, the money stuff from abroad, because that involves allegedly the president. He's into the gun thing solely because that doesn't have anything to do with Joe Biden. That's number one, the overarch. That's why this is happening. Now, Weiss down the road could bring and almost has to bring tax evasion charges against Hunter Biden. But he wants to kind of play those down, maybe a misdemeanor, you know? So we'll do the felony gun charge. Now, Hunter Biden will plead guilty on this charge. He can't defend it. He did it. All right. <clears throat> and he won't do prison time. You know, probation, community service may pay a fine. That is a uh, guy in California will pay for him. It's the same old fixes in business. So this is the overarch of this. But the more important story today is the corruption of the media. So I was going to do a montage today, but I said, why bother? Everybody knows this about how many people on television said the following words. There is no evidence linking President Biden to his son, Hunter. How many times have you heard that? I've heard it at least a thousand times. Uh, and it's just it's that's the orders that went out to the leftist media, and they carry them out to a T. I did a radio commentary today. I basically said, look, Fox News paid $800 million in legal settlements for defrauding the public by allowing people to come on FNC and say that Dominion voting machines were corrupt when the company knew they were not corrupted. Simple. And they know that by emails and all of that stuff. This is the same thing. The media knows that there's enough evidence linking Joe Biden to his family finances. Now, we don't know whether Biden himself took money. We do know that he enabled his brother and his son to earn money from foreign countries in return for doing nothing. And in Ukraine, Joe Biden may have gotten involved by forcing a Ukrainian prosecutor to be removed from office by threats. So everybody who's honest, and that lets out 80% of the media, knows that's true. Yet the media over and over and over, no evidence, no evidence, no evidence, no evidence. And you're just sitting there and go, look, we know you're lying, but the media doesn't care. It doesn't care whether you and I know it's lying. They still make money. That's all they want to do. Now, I want to be very precise here. The Dominion thing is worse in the sense that you had an election, presidential election, that was being questioned by millions of Americans. Still to this day, millions of Americans believe that election was fraudulent. That's huge. This is a couple of steps down, but it's still big because if a sitting vice president committed this kind of corruption, and it looks like he did, 
by using his power to enrich his family. You don't say there's no evidence because that's a lie. So I know that almost everybody listening and watching me right this moment understands what I'm saying, which is why you are here and not consuming the mainstream corporate media, because they will lie to you every day in every way. I will not. So again, let's recap. Hunter Biden charged with felony gun uh, crimes. He will plea out. There's no way he's taking it to trial. I don't know whether Weiss, the special counsel who's in the bag, no doubt he is, not an independent counsel. Merrick Garland's in the bag. They're, they're all the fixes it. Okay. Whether he almost has to bring separate tax evasion charges, but you know, who knows what they're going to do. Who was there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you, but if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Okay, so let's get to the talking points memo here. And by the way, if you have any questions about what I just said, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town, please, if you wish to opine, but be happy to answer all your questions. So our apologies for yesterday's blow up. We were about 80% finished with the program. We're in the middle of taping it. When the lights went out, the computer went down, everything was silent because we had a computer malfunction. Now we have a sophisticated, I know I'm coming to you from our studio. BillOReilly.com is an independent news agency. We have our own technicians. We have our own studios. We don't, we're not dependent upon anybody. And for six years, it worked okay. You know, there are frustrations, but not like this. So it blows up. I can't even put gas in my car. So I have no blanking idea what's happening. Okay, I'm so technically deficient that it's, it's a tragedy for me. Anyway... When I'm thinking about this, and I didn't get angry, by the way. I got annoyed, but I didn't get out with it yelling or anything like that. What good is that going to do? 
I felt bad. We had a good show yesterday. I'm going to have some of the elements of yesterday's program and today's. But I felt bad. I mean, we have radio all across the country. We have television all across the country, all across the world. Now, we're worldwide. And we couldn't deliver the product. Now, we've delivered other products. Some of you have seen them, and they were pretty good, I think. But, you know, it's crazy. So I got to thinking how dependent we all are on high tech and how that's dangerous. Um, We live in an age now, and I was talking about this to some of my boomer friends last night, that is going to be so unrecognizable in 10 years. You're not even going to be able to recognize the country and the world in 10 years. Because artificial intelligence and and tech has just taken over. It's dangerous. And and I'm going to go down the list. So we're dependent on the machines. All right, for communications, the kids have them, they get in trouble, they text their parents, whatever it may be. We carry this wherever we go. We lose it, it's a catastrophe. You know that. Okay? This is on and on and on and on and on. And then you got a laptop and you got all that other stuff. If, if it's hacked, if something happens, it becomes a major problem. But psychologically, it also changes human beings because you're not as self-reliant. So your psychology is if a bad thing happens, you've got two choices. You can confront the bad thing and make it go away, solve the problem, whatever it may be, or you can run away from it. Well, with all this high-tech stuff, running away from it is pretty much what's happening. Okay, so I don't want to deal with this. Uh, I got a machine that I can create my own world, do my own things, and I'm not going to deal with the reality of it. I'm not. More and more and more and more and more. So problem solving and self-reliance, less and less and less and less. Okay, that's going to take a toll. The machine then can serve up evil. Okay, you can order drugs, narcotics, dangerous narcotics on the machine. You can bet, you can gamble your life away. I know a 70-year-old man who's broke because he plays poker on the machine every day. He's addicted, all right? Porn, on and on and on and on. You go into these dark rooms with these uh, awful maniacs, and it, it's so debilitating. It makes Sodom and Gomorrah look like the Vatican. I mean, it's just horrible what is available with your fingers, okay? Believe me when I tell you, this is a huge, huge problem and there's no solution to it, none. And then you are unprepared, all right, for sudden things that might happen to you because your whole life is being led there. So you don't go out and try to meet people anymore, you meet them in the chat rooms. I mean, it's like, this is gonna cause a huge societal deterioration. It already is. People ask me, why do we have so many mediocrities running for office? Because people vote for them. Because people don't pay attention. It's boring. I'm not going to pay attention. I don't know who the city council people are. I don't know who the mayor is. In my district, I didn't know who Santos was. The grifter who won the election, I didn't know who he was. Not because I was diverted, just because it was a low-level situation, and I trusted the Republican Party to nominate an honest person, and there you go, there you go, okay? But by and large, people, that's boring, I want want to play a game, or I want to text uh, my friends or group chat, or whatever you want to do, so that the the, the dumbing down of the electorate 
leads to mediocre leadership. Joe Biden should be president of this country. This man has never in his whole life showed any kind of problem solving ability at all. Hung out with racists in the Senate. He's a bad guy, top to bottom, awful guy. Barack Obama put him on the ticket as a second because he needed a political hack, Biden, to deal with the Senate. Because by, Obama didn't want to do it. And that's what Biden did. That's why he was there, because he had been around so long. All right, and then he hid in his basement, and it was all about Trump. More people voted for Biden and Trump, and he's president. And it's the wreckage, one wreckage after another since he's been in there. Open borders, massive crime, uh, record poverty. It's crazy. Yet the corrupt press props him up because they hate Trump so much. All right, but the most dangerous thing about this uh, high-tech stuff is you're driving in a car. And there they are. You see them. You see them. So uh, these stats, I don't believe. Uh, The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says that about 400 people were killed in 20, 2020. Uh, it's the latest stats they have by distracted drivers. I think it's probably about 10 times that many, okay, because the cops don't go in and look at the computer. They don't look at the phone. I got rear-ended on Long Island. I know that woman was on a text, and I asked the cop, I said, can you go into your phone, her phone, and see if she was texting at the time of impact? No, we need a court order to do that. We couldn't do it. I knew she was texting. uh, Bang, she hit us hard. Okay, so that's the most dangerous um, is on the road with these idiots texting. They can't stop. They're addicted. They can't stop. They can't stop. You see the restaurant. They're sitting around. They're not talking to each other. It's awful. But the worst part about it is our society and infrastructure is based on high tech and high tech can be destroyed. All right, by hostels. And then what? Everything's on a computer. Financial records, everything. Then what? So yesterday, I always knew all this. I didn't learn it yesterday. But when that computer went out, it was like helpless. I can't do anything about it. And that's the memo. All right, Biden's schedule today. Uh, he goes to Maryland, tell everybody how great Bidenomics is, even though the statistics say it's a disaster. Uh, Biden says it's great. Um, there's no resolution to that, no debate to that. Uh, you know, I'm not going to debate Cuomo anymore on Wednesday about economics. I like being on this program, by the way, but I'm not going to do it because he says the economy is great. If he wants to think the economy is great, OK. OK, I think Biden runs against the grocery store, the gas station and insurance rates. That's what I think Biden runs against. All right. He's not going to get there to run, but all you got to do is hold it, hold it up. People know. But oh, this. Oh, no. Look at this. Inflation. drop. Stop. All right. I know what's going on. I'm a good finance guy. I know. You don't want to know. OK with me. And then he, uh, Biden talked to rabbis today about the upcoming uh, Jewish holidays. Fine. Fine. All right. Now, a lot of people have written me, I would say more than a thousand, saying who really runs Joe Biden? Because obviously Biden's not in control of what he's doing or saying. And we tracked it down for you. Here you go. This is why you watch and listen to the No Spin News. Jill Biden is the most powerful person in the country right now. Jill Biden is at Joe Biden's elbow pretty much all the time. 
It's worse than Nancy Reagan. In Reagan's last years, Nancy was there every second. Nobody got to talk to Ronald Reagan unless Nancy gave it the okay. If you read Killing Reagan, you'll see how that all evolved. Jill Biden is the same exact thing, although it's worse because Ronald Reagan was cognizant in the last part of his administration. He was going downhill, but he was lucid. Biden is not. Okay, chief of staff is Jeff Zients, okay? 56 years old. He succeeded Ron Klain. He was part of the Biden administration's COVID response. Hey, that's a great resume and answer, isn't it? Millionaire businessman, confirmed Democrat, and he donated his way to the top. He is chief of staff. Deputy chief of staff, Jen O'Malley Dillon, 46, Boston, Massachusetts, previously managed Biden's presidential campaign in 2020. She also managed Beto O'Rourke's campaign. Wow. Bruce Reed, White House Deputy Chief of Staff, along with Jen, 63, Boise, Idaho. Uh, He was Chief of Staff to Vice President Biden when all of this grifting was going on there. Hey, Bruce, what say you? Okay, so uh, Natalie Quinlan is the White House Deputy Chief of Staff. They have three of them, three Deputy Chiefs of Staff. There's Natalie. Okay, I don't know how old she is, but... um, She was involved with the coronavirus response team. And um, she's an Obama person. She worked for Obama. So that's one Obama person over there. There's another one. Mike Donilon, assistant to the president, chief strategist of Biden's presidential campaign, 64 years old, Providence, Rhode Island, wealthy man. He uh, he has been a Biden apparatchnik forever probably Biden's best friend in the White House. And finally, Anita Dunn. This is an Obama person. She served as acting White House communications director under Obama, 65 years old, Bethesda, Maryland. And she is uh, assistant and senior advisor. So those six uh, are making policy. They're telling Joe what to do. So Joe doesn't spend a lot of time in the Oval Office, but they do. They meet. Every morning, this is what Joe's going to do, this is what Joe's going to say, this is what the speechwriter is going to put on the paper for him, and they walk it through. Then they run by Jill, and Jill knocks out a lot of stuff. No, no, it's too, he's, they can't do that, he can't do this. And then when Jill signs off on it, it goes to Joe. Okay, you're going to talk to the rabbis today, Mr. President. Okay, fine, I'll talk to the rabbis. That's how it works. You will get that information nowhere else, <laughs> I guarantee you. So now you know. If you BillOReilly.com premium or concierge members, you can download the transcript and have it there and know who is really running this country. So there are two White House spokespeople, Corinne Jean-Pierre, you know Corinne, and John Kirby. So as we reported in Alaska uh, on 9-11, Joe Biden said uh, that he went to New York City Grand Zero the day after the attack, which he did not. Totally false. So Washington Times reporter Jeff Mordock asked John Kirby about this yesterday. Go. John, um, in the past couple of weeks, the president has lied about being at Ground Zero the day after the September 11th attacks, falsely claimed he saw the Pittsburgh Bridge collapse, uh, claimed his grandfather died in the hospital days before his birth. What is going on with the president? Is he just believing things that didn't happen did happen, or is he just randomly making stuff up? The president uh, was 
deeply touched and honored to be able to spend 9-11 with uh, military members there in Alaska and some families. Uh, and uh, was, uh, was, was honored by their presence and the chance to make an important set of remarks about why we need to continue to remember that day. Um, and he did that. Um, and he spoke about uh, a visit to Ground Zero, which he did participate in, um, about a week or so after uh, the, the event. That string of saying things that happened, didn't have things that are easily debunked. Why does he keep doing that? The president was grateful to spend that time with those family members and those troops. <laughs> yeah, this what a bunch of bull, right? I mean, if, if your kid did that, you'd send him to his, his or her room for a week. Now, the question is, why does he keep doing it? Because he goes off script. Biden wanders off script and says, because he doesn't know what he's saying. He doesn't, he doesn't know, and you know, I was on a radio with uh, Sid Rosenberg today on WABC, and we have it posted on BillOReilly.com. Rosenberg's going, he's lying, he's lying, he's lying. He's not lying. Biden doesn't know what he's saying. In order to lie, you have to know what the truth is. Biden doesn't know where, when he visited Ground Zero. It sounded good that he went the day after, so he said it. If you have had an elderly parent, as I have, this is not unusual. President Biden does not know what he's saying. So for all of you who are still supporting him, that's inexplicable. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit A-H- com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Impeachment inquiry. So as we reported, uh, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy told Breitbart he would hold a vote on whether there should be an inquiry, and he has not held the vote. McCarthy has not done it. So CNN, all over that, Manu Rajay, go. But you told Breitbart 12 days ago that you had a vote, so what changed? You know what's interesting to me? You were a reporter for CNN, correct? Yes. I just laid out to you a lot of allegations 
based upon the American I'm public. I'm just asking your words. Why did you change your words? Okay, well, let, 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 me, let me answer your question, because I've answered it every single day, and you could answer me every single day. Nancy Pelosi changed the president of this House. That is true. However, McCarthy said he would hold the vote, so he should hold the vote. So here's what Pelosi did. First impeachment, remember that call to uh, Ukraine? Okay. She had a vote on whether there should be an impeachment inquiry five weeks after she ordered the inquiry. Five weeks after. The second impeachment on January 6th, there was no vote. So McCarthy rightly says, hey, that's what Nancy Pelosi did as Speaker of the House. But the Republicans should hold the vote. Higher ground. Vivek Ramaswamy, he's going to be here Tuesday, September 19th. Epic, as the kids say. So he wants to do away with the FBI, alcohol, tobacco, firearms, U.S. Department of Ed, Nuclear Regulatory Commission, and the USDA's Food and Nutrition Services. He doesn't want Congress to vote them out. He wants to executive order them out when he's elected president. So those five agencies are gone. That's what he says. Okay, he called a website Semaphore, S-E-M-A-F-O-R. Pretty good. Pretty good. He told them he wants them out. Okay, because he's going to reduce, he says, when he's elected, the size of the federal government by 75%. That's never going to happen. I think you could get it down 40%. 75 but anyway, Ramaswamy here next Tuesday, September 19th. U.S. crude prices top 90 bucks a barrel for the first time since November 22. That means we'll all be paying more for gas this fall. Uh, average price now $3.86. We'll be up to four and a quarter by Thanksgiving. Just plan ahead. Okay, now why is this happening? So the U.S. is pumping a record amount of oil. Um right now. So that, that is true. And the Biden administration says that all the time. So the stats are about 13 million barrels of oil every day is pumped out of the ground in America. However, much of that oil, um, I can't put a stat on it, but a lot of it is going to Europe. Though we're exporting the oil because Europe doesn't have Russian oil anymore. And those people have to heat their and cool their houses. So, yeah, we're uh, pumping more than ever before, but we're sending it abroad because of Putin's war. In the meantime, OPEC has cut production because they want to drive artificially the prices up. OPEC has been villainous forever. They're villains. Okay, that's it. They don't care about the world, how much money you couldn't possibly spend all the money you have. You corrupt shakes to give the world a break. No. Why would they do that? And then uh, Biden has slapped a lot of regulations on uh, the marketing and production of oil in refineries and things like that, which makes more expensive. And that's why we're up. Got it? Everybody got it? Okay. U.S. border. The International Organization for Migration, IOM, part of the United Nations, reports 
that the Mexican border is the deadliest migrant land route in the world. This agency says 686 migrants were killed or disappeared last year. Way more than that. It was way more than that. Why? Because the drug and people smuggling cartels control the border from Brownsville to Tijuana, San Diego sector. That's why. So you walk up to that border, there's a guy with a gun going to abuse you, going to do whatever he wants to do, extort you, rape you, whatever, kill you. Cartels are there. No one controls them. They run Mexico, which is why I'll never go to Mexico again in my lifetime, ever. I'm going to a corrupt country like Mexico. Why would I do that? Beautiful country. I've been most parts of it. Not going again. Not afraid. She's just that I don't want to give my money to a corrupt country. So anyway, the Biden administration opened borders. It's humane. How many times have we heard that? Oh, oh, it's humane. And Trump is so mean. Even though Trump cut this migrant thing down um, 80% with the remain of Mexico policy. Oh, no, no, we're humane. You're humane having all these people killed and raped at the border? Even the UN says it's happened. Is that humane? And I'm not even getting into the narcotics flow, massive across the border, and the fact that American taxpayers, tax up to here, have to pay for the migrants. But it's humane. And you uh, clerics out there who are peddling that in your churches, and I know who you are, you ought to rethink that. New Mexico. So the governor there, Michelle Lujan Grisham, has said, no, uh, no concealed and open carrying of firearms in the Albuquerque area. I'm banning it. Well, federal judges, you can't <laughs> rule the ban unconstitutional, state it, as we predicted would happen. And you, know, you know, these governors, I, I'd love to talk to Ms. Grisham. She'd never do it. But she doesn't know what the Constitution says. She doesn't know any of that. Oh, I'm going to ban it. No, you can't. Use the Second Amendment. You can't ban it. Now, you can make it hard for gun owners and carrying guns, but you can't ban it. Uh, Trump, Minnesota, um, trying to get them off the ballot just like Colorado. Again, not going to work. Media loves this story, but it's not going to work. You'll see other states do it, but it's all left-wing driven. The more important Trump legal story is that Fannie Willis is depressed today. She's a DA in Fulton County, Georgia, that wanted to try 19 people on RICO organized crime statutes for interfering with the Georgia presidential election. 19 at one time. So the judge, uh, Georgia judge, Scott McAfee, said, no, we can't do that. Which I said, what? Whenever this broke two weeks ago? Any sane person can't try 19 people. All right? It's impossible. No jury in the world could absorb all of that. So that trial will be pushed back. But the importance of this story was everybody knew that the the judge wasn't going to allow this. But Fanny should have known, right? Remember that BG song, Fanny? I I love that song. Um, Anyway, I'm not going to sing it because that would be... Horrendous. Anyway, Fannie Willis is embarrassed and will continue to be embarrassed 
and the state of Georgia will be embarrassed because this is all a fiasco, the whole thing. Okay, what else we got here today? We're doing a combination from yesterday and today, smart life. So there are so many think groups, study groups, all of that think tanks. There's one called the Texas Core Data Global Retirement Index, and it specializes on retirement human beings. And they operate in 44 countries, okay? So in the USA, they ask a question. Are you, in your retirement, and this is not just retired people, but people who will retire someday, are you secure? Do you have enough money to get you through retirement? 47% of Americans say no. It'll take a miracle. So they'll be dependent on the government. Not only Social Security and Medicare, but they'll have to get other food stamps or whatever. So half the country can't support themselves in retirement, according to this study. I believe it. I believe the study. Now, what has led to this? Very simple. And this is a smart life component. You must live within your means. Now, There are tens of millions of police officers, teachers, nurses, whatever it may be, who could make more money doing another job, okay? But they choose to serve. I was a teacher. I didn't get paid anything, all right? They choose to serve. So they have to live within a certain income means they can't be living like somebody who's running a hedge fund. But a lot of Americans won't discipline themselves. They run up to credit card debt. They refinance their homes five times. They do all of this stuff. And then when it's over, they don't have any money. If you have nine, ten kids, what are you going to do in retirement unless the kids support you? which is what happened in, you know, the 19th century, but it doesn't happen more now. It does in Japan, but not here. What are you going to do? Got to educate all those kids and feed all those kids. You got a slew of kids. So you got to live within your means. And then my father, and I said this before, gave me the best advice. He said, every time you are paid, no matter what it is, you save 10% of your money of your take home, whatever it is, put it in the bank. I've always done it and more, but never have I not saved at least 10%. Build and build and build and build and build. So I don't have to worry, but I'm lucky anyway. But the reason that 47% of my country, men and women are not lucky is because they didn't discipline themselves in financial area. This week in history, uh, it was yesterday, but we weren't on the air yesterday. John Pershing, you know him, Black Jack. Pershing ran World War I. Tremendous victory. Uh, United States went over, kicked the Germans' butt, forced them to sign an armistice um, at great expense to us. My father, grandfather, was in the pivotal battle of Meuse-Argonne. I'll tell you about that someday. Pershing was the leader. Okay? So he comes home, and Congress makes him only the second person to be named General of the Armies of the United States. Do you know who the other one was? George Washington. Only two 
general of the armies of the United States in our history. John Blackjack Pershing, who died this week in 18, not 1860. He was born, I'm sorry, born this week, September 13th, 1860, during the Civil War. Blackjack was born. And he died 1948, July 15th. So he's a hero. Nobody knows about him. Nobody cares about him. But I do. And that's why I told you. All right. So we have a good final thought about you and what you need to do to make your life better. I'm not lecturing. I'm just giving you tips. All right. That's final thought. And we'll have mail in a moment. Here is the mail. Dwight Breland, Belchas, Louisiana. It's Chase or Chas. I haven't been to Belchase. I'm sure it's on a bayou. Is it even possible that as president, Barack Obama had no idea about the Biden situation? Yes, of course it is. They don't work closely together. Obama had no use for Biden, appointed him to do a few things. Um, he should have known about the bribery stuff in Ukraine that Biden threatened to prosecute there. Obama should have known. You have a very hard time proving that Barack Obama knew the grifting that was going on. Possible. Very hard to prove. John Broderick, Kirtaline, Idaho, how does Joe Biden spend money that is not appropriate by Congress? Because the White House gets an allotment of money that they can use for various things. That's how he does it. Uh, Bob Roth, why, oh, missing Pennsylvania. Why can't we arrest Mayorkas? He breaks immigration law. Who's we? Justice Department's never going to do that. He'd have to be charged with a crime. And Mayorkas is just doing what he's told. Mayorkas doesn't make policy. Biden tell the Biden people that we outline, tell them what to do, and he does it. So, got to be realistic here. Steve, concierge members. Thank you, Steve. Steve has an insurance policy for his life. Anything goes wrong with Steve's life, comes to me. I'll try to help him out. Chris Cuomo is only interested in promoting the left's agenda and anti-Trump rhetoric. Why, Bill, do you argue with the guy? Because I reach people on News Nation that I wouldn't ordinarily reach. So I'm not going to, you have a point in the sense that on economics and things like that, I'm not going to do that anymore because it's just hopeless. But I have a lot of information that I can give in those debates with Cuomo that those Viewers of News Nation wouldn't hear anyplace else. So that's why I do it. Danny Hefley, Louisville, Texas. I don't know who wrote this, but I'm sure your audience will enjoy it. Quote, we live in a time where intelligent people are being silenced so that stupid people won't be offended. All right. I kind of like that. Brian McDaniel, South Park, Pennsylvania, near the end of your great book, Killing the Killers. You wrote about terrorist group Boko Haram in Africa. President Biden pulled troops out of Africa that were combating them. Do you have any updates? U.S. troops are in Africa now. Special Forces, Navy SEALs, Delta Force. But it's so top secret, and it should be. We don't want the bad guys to know where our forces are. Uh, the Biden administration has not been that bad at hunting down terrorists. You've got to be honest about it. Uh, Trump wiped out ISIS. Okay. Obama uh, made some mistakes, but Trump did a really good job. Biden's carried over most of Trump's policies. So killing the killers has it all in there, backed up 80 different ways. Ray McDonald, Picayune, Mississippi. 
Your books arrived here on Saturday, just hours after my wife was admitted to the hospital for dehydration. By Sunday, she had finished Crazy Horse and began Legends. Long story short, she completed all three by Tuesday evening. Well, Ray got the uh, super summer reading package. And you know, Ray, um, you're my best to your wife. Dehydration, she'll get over it. We didn't want to know why it happened, of course, so it doesn't happen again. But I'm glad you got the summer reading package. And that leads us into Fall Madness. Fall Madness will give you Legends and Killers and a mug of your choice, which is a fabulous deal, $42.95. Remember, you got gift giving coming up. And Killing the Witches has moved up big on Amazon out September 26. Sean Hannity gave it a great review yesterday. That really helped. Um, you can pre-order on Amazon, Darns Noble, Books a Million, BillOReilly.com. But here's the best deal. Come a premium or concierge member on BillOReilly.com. You get Witches free or any of my other books you want. Killing the Witches, you are going to, that's going to cause a lot of uproar. Word of the day, do not be, do not gasconed when writing to us. G-A-S-C-O-N-A-D. No gasconding. Excellent word. Back in a moment with final thought. All right, here's the final thought of the day. In your life, every week, you got to make at least three things happen. And all three have to be fun for you and you alone. So for example, a old movie that you once saw and you really liked it, you make time to watch that movie again. A book you wanted to read, you take a couple hours out, you read the book undisturbed, okay? Um, get a massage, right? You know, stress reliever, make the time, cost a little money, it's worth it. Okay, these are fun activities. Shopping, you want to go shopping? Just walk around, think about stuff, you know, just you. Don't need a big crew with you, all right? Nature walks, I love those. Down the beach, you go into the little forest, watch the ticks, but you know, fresh air, clear your head, that kind of thing. And it's very important to look forward to things in life. And you're not being selfish. Three things a week that are fun, that's not crazy, right? And write them down, say, on Tuesday I'm going to do this, on Wednesday I'm going to do that, whatever it may be. Okay? Three fun things just for you. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We will have a Sunday column, and we will see you again on Monday.